0: blog talk radio let's keep it
1: Blessings, 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 and good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good whatever time it is. Where and when you are hearing the sound of my voice, we give God all the praise, the glory, and the honor for blessing us once again to join with you in the airwaves, in cyberspace, on the line. However, you may be listening to us, we are grateful. It is another day that the Lord has blessed us with, and we rejoice and are glad. For it, we have a really, really exciting show for you today. Um, so I don't want to prolong the time too much, but as always, I got my writer with me, my co-host, the beautiful, vivacious Miss Tanya Roberts on the line. And what's going on with you, my sister? Sis, you know what? I just need to let everybody know the reason why I come on the show. It's because the way you introduce me. It just makes me feel so good. <laughs>
0: okay, I'm done now.
1: I can get off. This. I can get off. <laughs> I am yeah, awesome. This. We are here in the Amen. south. We got some 82 degree weather in the daytime, 49 wow. at night.
0: Wow.
1: Yes. Wow. And I just want to thank God because I'm six feet above ground and I'm not six feet under right now, in spite of what's going on. Amen. 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 That is always a reason to rejoice. And, Tanya, you know, you and I talk about this all the time because, you know, the alternative to being six foot above the ground is is something we're not looking at right this moment. We're grateful. We're grateful with so much going on in the world today with the virus and, and other issues. We are definitely never going to miss an opportunity to give God the praise, the glory and the honor that is due him for life and we do not take it for granted so we thank God Amen for life. well Amen that Amen. being said OMG so this is going to be um I have no doubt quite the the show today um We have a very, very, very special guest. Um, I call him my bishop. I love him unbelievably in an unbelievable fashion. Seriously, he is literally Mm -hmm. my grandfather in the spirit. He is my pastor's spiritual father, Bishop Carl C. Alexander. Hey, Mm -hmm. sir, how are you? Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Greetings, greetings. I am doing wonderful. God bless you. And it's so good to be here today with you. I Mm -hmm. concur with you both that um, we are alive and well. We are, uh, like my sister said, we are six feet above and not six feet under. Uh, God Mm -hmm. is good to us. Every day I Mm -hmm. live, I am grateful Mm -hmm. for life, especially knowing that two hundred and forty-three thousand people have died in this country mm. since January. Wow! So wow! Well, we are yeah. we are glad to be here. Absolutely,
1: and that's just the ones that we've documented.
2: You know, um, yes, everybody doesn't
1: get documented, and so it, it's just it's amazing. It's amazing. I don't. I know. I've never seen anything like this before in my lifetime, and it it gives one pause to really appreciate life, and for you, Bishop, I mean, you, you know, you've been given a second and a third and a fourth chance in life. Uh, Because we almost lost you a couple of years ago, but God said not so. And so you are definitely here for a purpose and a reason. And that is not to be taken for granted. That is not to be taken for granted. And I think that is why I'm so honored to have you because you are such a pivotal voice within the body. Um, And so it, it is very important to, recognize those that God has set as watchmen on the wall. And I do consider you one of those generals. So we thank and praise God for that. Uh, Our topic today is dealing with Christianity post-Trumpism. Um, we have such a, a great divide in the body of Christ right now, and, and it's not to say that we've not always had division in the body, because we have. I mean, from the days of Christ, <laughs> there was division, the but it is so rampant right now that there is such um, violent undertones to it that it it is. To me, a grievous thing, I believe in the sight of God, and it's a dangerous thing. It is a time where the two sides are so divided, so vehemently divided, that they don't even give room for the other side. And when I say that, it's like God created us with the freedom of thought. He gave us the ability to make our own choices and decisions. He gave us the ability to reason things out. And we don't always agree. When we, when we sit at the table with one another, we don't always agree. But as part of the body of Christ, there should be a place of love still at the table. We should be able to agree to disagree. And that's not happening today. It is like, you know, if you don't agree with me, I had someone in, in this. You, we're talking about the election. We're talking about President Trump. We're talking about President-elect Biden. We're talking about our feelings where where those two sides are concerned. But I had somebody that I absolutely reverence and resend me um, a message, a messenger, about two months ago. It was before the election um, stating how we needed to pray for the president, et cetera, et cetera, which I'm fine with because God said for us to pray for those that are in authority. But then she went on to almost compare him to Christ and to put him up on this pedestal and then to say if, I, if whoever she was sending this message out, if we disagreed with her stand, then we needed to pray and rebuke the demons that were in our minds. And I'm going, whoa, wait, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't yeah. have to agree with you. And because I don't agree with you does not mean I've got demons in my mind. <laughs> it's like it just means I don't Amen. agree with you, okay? You know, and Amen. so, Bishop, like, just from where you sit, you know, as have a watchman on the wall. What are you seeing in the
2: body right now? Um, well, we are certainly a divided church, and uh, we are certainly um, we are certainly we have come we've come into great division. I mean, let me say a couple of things about that. Okay. Um, as a result of our division, we are in much confusion. Mm. We're in confusion. We're in confusion because, um, and not only confusion, but we're in a dilemma hmm. because we cannot ascertain the mind of God. At at this time, we're without purpose. One of the reasons is because we do not have apostolic covering. When the church, of the, when the early church came into division, Acts chapter 15, they came together, the, the apostles came together, and, and it is, we've got to say, it is possible in the church to experience conflicts and, and division, Okay? it is possible because because we are not infallible men. We are not infallible, no. only God is infallible. We are fallible, which means we are false. We are false. There was a time there was a time in the scriptures when in the book of Acts again that the church was divided over who should be because the Christian women were not being ministered to appropriately. Amen. Are you still there?
1: Amen. Oh, yes, sir. I'm listening. Yes, sir. Amen.
2: And and the number, the Bible said, of the disciples was multiplied and there arose murmuring of the Greeks of the Grecians, against the Hebrews. That's like the Democrats against the Republicans or the Republicans mm. against the Democrats mm. because of one issue. At that time, there were those in the church who were neglected daily ministry. Now, this is the thing. The thing that divides the church are issues Issues. Issues. But here is the here is the response. <clears throat> it says, then the 12, those are the apostolic offering. Those are the fathers. Mm-hmm. Those are the senior men. The 12, those are the ones that God commissioned. The church is built upon the prophets and the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself is the chief cornerstone. When the church comes into a common understanding that God has set first apostles, first apostles, that word first in the Greek proton, which means first in rank, first in importance first in order first in file <clears throat> first when there is an issue in the church we must understand the solution relies on those that are first not the body can't feel itself when you in the flesh when we are sick in the flesh it's usually because we are sick in the head Mm -hmm. and even and even at that time the body relies on the head for instruction and for direction Mm -hmm.
0: there are
2: five gifts of sensitivity that that God has given us naturally the gift mm-hmm. of seeing, the gift of hearing, the gift of smelling, the gift of tasting, mm-hmm. and the gift of feeling. Four of those gifts are called gifts of sensitivity. Those are gifts of information, those are gifts that inform. And affirm and confirm they are the gifts of intellectual, they're what you call cerebral gifts. Four uh-huh. of them out of the five are in the head. So the apostles wow. represent what? Headship, headship, headship. And four of these
0: five gifts
2: of sensitivity are in the head. Seeing brings, the, brings is a gift of perception, perception. okay? It brings objects mm-hmm. into view. It informs the body as to what is outside of it. Hearing. Hearing, the um, gift uh, of hearing, that is information. If hearing refers to, relies on sound, seeing relies on what? Light. Light. If the body has seeing, Jesus said, it is full of light. Okay?
0: Light. You need light to see. Can't see in the darkness.
2: The only thing you can do in the darkness
0: is grope around. Grope around. One of the things the scripture says is a line that says in the book of Acts if happily we might feel after him. That's the only one time you see that feel after him. In other words, you're not sure. You're uncertain. You're in the dark. So you have these two things. You have light and you have sound. Light and sound is what operates the universe. You hear things like the speed of light and the speed of sound. Those two things Operate in the law of physics, hmm. and so and so you have you have you have light that comes with the eyes. You have sound because of the ears. Praise the Lord. So those two are very yeah. critical. Jesus performed more opening of the eyes than any other miracle. He raised the dead a couple times.
2: That's powerful.
0: But he opened the eyes more than anything else.
2: Hmm. Because
0: if people can see, light comes to the body. The whole crux of the scriptures is that they might see Hallelujah. We I'm gonna come back to Acts chapter six.
2: <laughs> Check over. I hope I'm
0: not talking to you. Hey, no hope I'm not talking please, too much. Continue. Continue, continue. continue. And, that, and this is the problem with the church. People are not seeing. Hmm. We well what is division? Division is oh boy, I feel like I'm in my element right now. Division hmm. is we do not see eye to eye. Mm. We don't see eye to eye. Notice, we don't Mm. see, first of all. We don't see. And then eye to eye. Hallelujah. Mm. When you don't see eye to eye, you're in agreement. And the scripture says, how can two walk together? Except if they're they're not agree. agreement, oh, come on, Bishop. Uh, mm. You see, we, uh, you know, there's this, there's this phrase uh, that says, people say geez. for years, let, uh, let's touch oh. and agree, let's touch and agree, let's touch and agree, touch and agree. Yes. That is a, mm-hmm. that is a false mm-hmm. statement.
1: It's backwards, Jesus. Right, it's backwards,
0: Jesus. The Bible says when you pray. No, it right. says you have to agree as touching. Shut up. Careful, Agree first. You agree first. Yes, that's agree on. first. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. You see, to touch first is to feel. To and that's feel. the only, listen, listen to this the only sense that's in the body is the sense of feeling. That is a sense of response. Jesus. That is not a sense of that initiate. Come on. It's an after sense. It's an emotional sense. Mm. It's built upon emotion, not information.
1: All the
0: information is in the head. Yes, yes. Oh, Lord. The head. Mm Listen to this. Listen to this. The skin. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here.
1: Hallelujah. The
0: skin is the Come largest on. organ in the body.
1: Kickable. The,
0: Come on. Bring it. It's the heaviest organ in the body. No hmm. Mm. Mm. So the weight of glory is upon the head. Come yeah. Go. Oh. Oh, Lord God. Oh, come on. Everything points to the headship of the church. The headship. The headship of the church. So so uh. we don't see eye to eye. People say touch and agree. Correct that. Agree and then touch. Because if Agreed. we both touch first, without don't agree. I don't know. I don't know if you're in agreement with me. That's right. So we may be touching on the wrong thing. That's yeah. Right. Or on, on on different ends of the spectrum. I might be touching believing for one thing, you might be touching believing for something else. So we both have to agree first. Mm. And if we don't agree, we can't walk together. How can they walk together except they be agreed?
1: They cannot.
0: Yeah. Oh Lord God. But listen, let me ask you a question.
1: Amen. Let me ask you a question um, just right in here. Because you've talked about the headship and being in agreement, and and we as the body should be able to look to the headship. We should be able to look at the apostles. We should be able to look at the spiritual leaders. Um, what happens or, or what we're seeing right now and, and help me to, to understand how we perceive as a body when those that are sitting in the position of headship, those that the church has basically put up there to look up to are, are scoffing at what's going on at their they're not giving us godly example as far as loving one another as far as uniting and coming together they are sitting up there in, in in so to speak their ivy towers and they're looking down and again if if we as a body are not in agreement to their political views. It's not even the view of the church. It's their political view. They're scoffing us and talking down to us. How do we as a body deal with that?
0: Let me let me finish first and come back to your question.
1: Okay. Make, okay. Sure
0: come, make sure I come back to your question. I, I will. want to finish this thing. I want to finish this thing on apostolic oversight and the relevance and urgency for people to see and for eyes to be opened. Paul, writing to the Ephesian church, said to them, I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Here's what he prayed for. That the God of glory, of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of Glory, may give unto you the Spirit of wisdom and revelation mm. in the knowledge of Him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. The enlightened. it is? yes,
1: yeah. yes. Yeah.
0: The eyes. One of the first things Paul prayed for the church is the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that Mm -hmm. you may know. So if the people are not seeing, they will not know. If their eyes Mm -hmm. are not open, how can they know? Now, now let me come back to your question. Okay. Let me come back to your question because that's I wanted to say some other things, but but you ask a question. Because I wanted to finish my point on the issue of division in the church and how to solve that. Because if you you read the book of Acts chapter 6, when they had that problem, it says then the 12, the 12 got together and they conferred as to how to solve this problem. I'm coming to your mm.
1: question. Okay, go ahead, Pop. Okay, Do do what you got to do.
0: <laughs> and they said, is it reason that we leave the word of God, my Shonda, mm. Mm. that mm. we leave the word of God? I could preach right there. That yes. is the problem with The leadership of the church today, the proclaimed Mm -hmm. leadership, the ones on TV, the ones on radio, Mm -hmm. the ones that people see, whether God raised them up or not, their voices have become influential because they're on TV, they're on radio, they're on podcasts, they're on social media, Mm -hmm. and they're popular. God did not call all of them. Mm. Uh, 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 Here is the other uh, thing. When you uh, study the scriptures, I want to say one more thing before I go on. I'm coming back. I was talking about this thing of agreement. Here is another Mm -hmm. fallacy. When people say, when people say, we can disagree, we can agree to disagree. Have you heard that statement? Yes, absolutely. I've made it actually. Okay. We can agree to disagree. Feeling like, feeling like it brings us to a solution. That, Statement is not from God. Hmm. Let's break it Th- up. What are we saying? Well, it, in fact, that statement is satanic.
2: It's <laughs> meant
0: to keep us at variance. It is <laughs> meant to keep us separated. It is meant to <laughs> keep us apart. Let's an- analyze it. The Lord corrected me okay. on that a few years ago. Amen. How can If you agree to disagree, then the conclusion of the matter is you are in disagreement. You're in disagreement. True? Yeah, because that's true. you agree, you yes. To disagree. Absolutely. You're,
1: you're absolutely correct. Yes. Right, that's powerful. You agree powerful.
0: To, to disagree. So what's the end of the matter? You you're in disagreement. Problem that Gee. people use that statement. They use that statement. Why? Because they cannot come to a common denominator, a common conclusion. Hallelujah. Mm. That's powerful. I wanna come I wanna come back to your question again. I wanna come mm-hmm. back to your question again. Praise yeah. the Lord. Yes. Amen. Listen, listen to Paul. Listen to Paul. When he wrote to the Corinthian church, I beg you, brethren, by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you all Mm. speak the same thing.
1: That Mm. there be
0: no divisions among you. Oh, God have mercy on us. Mm. That Mm -mm. there be Notice no divisions among you. Mm. No divisions among you. Which means what? We should do everything to (sighs) unity. That there be no divisions. Which means that God Mm. wants the church. Oh, you know, you know what we got to do. We, you know what we got to do. When you got when you got problems in a marriage, how do you solve it? If the husband has one opinion and the wife has another opinion, how do you solve it? Somebody got to compromise. Submit, right. Somebody got to submit to for the other one's idea. Right. That's why Correct. the Bible said. Why the why the Bible said wives submit to your own husbands, it also says submitting yourself one to another in the fear of God. Uh So wives submit to their husbands in the order of protocol. But on Uh the other hand, in harmony of the marriage, we both are in submission to each other. So when something comes up that brings conflict I gotta submit to you or you submit to me in terms of in terms of the the the, uh, the idea of us being able to fulfil something together. No how can how can we how can we how can we proceed? How can we progress? How can we produce if nobody gives in. So Dico, the same the thing. Here's what I want uh. to say. When Jesus, when the guys came to stone the woman caught in adultery, that's the church of division there. Mm-hmm. They came to stone this woman. Oh, oh Lord, the mercy. Come on. Every one of them had a stone in their hand. Yeah. Secondly, there were trained stoners. They were trained to kill you with a stone. And the stone represents what? Apparent truth. The stone represents apparent truth. But here is what the thing: there is truth by root, and there is truth by the Spirit. Mm. Uh, and the uh, uh. truth by root got to submit to the light of God in the Holy Ghost. What the Holy Ghost says, I don't know if you understand understanding what I'm saying.
1: I do. I I do. I got you. I'm following.
0: Many of these people, these leaders in the church, they take a scripture and they come to stone you with a scripture, a scripture Um, that's devoid of the light. Notice what Jesus said. I am the way. That's one dimension. The truth. The truth. That's the second dimension. (laughs) And the life, life. that's the third dimension. Mm. The Apostle Peter said, be ye established in what? The present truth. The present Mm. truth. Paul talks about the truth as it is in Jesus. So you can have truth, but it's not present. You can have truth, oh, hell. Mm. but it's not in the life of Jesus of Christ. Wow! So when these guys came to stone this woman, they had some truth in their hand. Mm. They had stones. Stones represent truth in scripture. And they were trained. These were not stupid men. These were versed in the law. Honestly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they were trained. They studied the law. These were intelligent men. So when they came to Jesus, my God, of mercy. Mm-mm-mm. With their truth in hand, remember what they said. They said Moses' law said. So they fling the truth in order to stone this woman caught in adultery because Moses' law said if you're an adulterer, you should die. You, you should not to be commit adultery. That's right. Mm. You mm. ought to be stoned. So they bring in this truth to Jesus, the law, the life. Mm. And Jesus did what? He stooped on the ground. Oh, glory to God. <laughs> My Lord. And he took, he took what? His finger. He took his finger. You know why? You remember when God gave Moses the law? The Bible yes. said it was written by the finger of God.
1: Of God, that's right.
0: It was written wow. as a wow. father of God.
1: Wow. So I now just made a connection. Wow. You
0: don't understand. woman come from God took the dust of the earth and made man and what he was saying show them boys them preacher boys is that he made this woman Write the script on the woman as Mm, if to mm, tell mm, them mm, fellas. mm, the first stone. In fact, he said, let hmm. him first. First. He didn't say, actually, he didn't say throw the first stone. He said, let him first. There's that word again. Turn. Let him first. Throw the stone. And you know what happened?
2: Hmm. Yeah, everybody dropped it. their
1: stone. They
2: dropped their stone.
0: Mm. They drop their
2: stone. Now here's
0: what's going to happen in the church: all these preachers that prophesied falsely, and we can come to that if you want, because I'm writing a whole, a whole epistle
2: on that. You got to drop your stone. Mm,
0: mm, mm. So, 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 so let let's see. Come on now, crazy the Lord. Let me let me just finish this and then I'm gonna to go to another part. Whenever you got to stop me, stop me. Uh Keep so going. This. The keep going. The take your time. Church, he said that you all speak the same thing. That you all speak the same thing. That there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and the same judgment, three times. The same thing, the same mind, the same judgment. The same thing, the same mind, and the same judgment. That's why we got division Amen. in church. Because mm. we are not of the same mind. No, we're not. And as a conclusion... We end up in different judgments. Judgment is decision. So we have oh. made the wrong decision collectively because we're speaking different things, not the same thing. Amen. And the thing has to do with the mind. The yes. thing has to do with the thinking. Yes, yes. The thing has to do with how we think. And how we think is gonna be how we act and how we decide and how we judge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so 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 they had to they have to deal with it. Now I wanna say another thing right here quickly and then I'll stop. He said he was solving this problem in the Corinthian church. He said, Now this has mm-hmm. every one of you Every one of you said, I'm of Paul, I am of Paulus, I am of Savus, I am of Christ, I'm Republican, I'm Democrat, I'm socialist, Uh I'm conservative, I'm liberal. Uh Is Christ divided? Uh -uh. Is Christ divided? Uh -uh. No. Church got to answer that question. All them preachers, I hope they're hearing me. They got to answer that question. Because when you say something, you either bring in division or you bring in unity. Hmm. Your preaching, your prophesying, is either bringing division or it's
2: bringing unity. Hmm. and he asked this question is Christ divided
0: let me say this in fact he asked uh, three questions
2: was Paul crucified for you was the Republican crucified was Trump crucified
0: for you no was Biden crucified for you no And then you say, were you baptized in the name of Paul? Mm. Now, now, the last time, the first time is how God deals with division. The first Mm. time there was division in heaven, God kicked it out. Isaiah chapter Mm. forty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yes he did, yes he did That's how God deals with division A house divided cannot stand A house divided cannot stand Beelzebub, don't gas out Beelzebub hmm. No man speaking by the spirit of the Lord called Jesus curse. So when heaven had a spirit of division, Jesus said, I saw Satan come out of heaven like lightning. That's how fast God dealt with it. Lightning, it flashes in microseconds. Yeah. And it can go across the globe, the universe. In less than a second, boom, Mm -hmm. Jesus said, that's how Satan come out of heaven. And that's how division must be dealt with in the church. Now, you ask me a question. I don't know if you're ready for me. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm ready. Go ahead. uh,
0: You want me to stop? You want to? me I'm ready. I'm ready. Go, on. go for Keep it, Go Keep for on, it. Go <laughs> I could, I could, I could, <laughs> I could <deal laughs> on many things. Let me talk about. Let me talk about this one. Let me talk about this one. When prophets compromise, <laughs> when hmm. leaders compromise. This is the dangers of prophesying what people want to hear. Mm. Oh, praise the Lord. Oh, come on. What hmm. people on. want to hear. See, that's the danger here. That's what brings division. Because we got all these prophets that's prophesying. what people want to hear. Come on,
1: itching ears.
0: Here is the ultimate of prophecy. Jesus. Micah chapter 3. Surely, the Lord, well, let me back up. Let me read the whole scripture. Please, hear this word. Amen. Are you all there? Yes. We're here. We are here. Amen. Hear this word that the Lord had spoken against you, children of Israel, against the whole family, against the whole church, which I brought about in the land of Egypt, saying, you only have I known in the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. In other words, God is saying, I ain't got nobody else on earth but you. I am not a Republican. I am not a Democrat. I am not a liberal. I am not a conservative or a socialist. I am black. I'm not white. I'm not Asian. I'm not American Indian. You see, and that's the problem right there. All mm-hmm. these leaders in the church... Side, all these things, God didn't send them. Mm. They're they're what you call partisan prophets. Jesus. What what they're kind of prophets are they, Bishop? Partisan, partisan. Okay, Which partisan. I got you. Okay, I hear you. They prophesy in the spirit of their party.
1: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Let me say this. And not
1: in the spirit of God.
0: Not in the spirit of God.
2: Come on, bring it.
0: The institution of Republicans and Democrats is the worst thing that came to America Mm. because it created a chasm in this country a great gulf between us.
1: Yeah. It has.
0: What do we have now from this election? We've got 74 Amen. million people that vote for Biden and 70 million people that vote for Trump. We've got a divided country. Yes, yes. Because half of the country is Republican and half is Democrat. And even all the mm. newscasters are saying, and the experts, when they ask them, what is what is going on in the country? One after the next, they're saying, we are a divided country. Yes. And we are a divided country. We are also a divided church. Amen. So the church is divided. Because you have a lot of people who align themselves with the Republican Party trying to reinstitute a man, their man, not necessarily God's man. Mm. But they are entrenched in their party. Mm. So they are prophesying in this partisan spirit. Of their party And not uh, by the uh, spirit uh, of God Bring it And not by the spirit of God Amen Every single one of them Every single one of them They're what you call partisan prophets Now here's the funny thing Maybe You see if this shoe fits you You gotta wear it That's right If the shoe fits you you're gonna wear it.
2: And it show it, time time and, it I got you.
0: And Johnny Johnny Conklin also said if it don't fit you gotta quit.
1: You gotta mm-hmm. go <laughs> so you
0: got so you got on one side the shoe that fits and on the other side you've got a glove that don't fit. You to come out. So here, let me go mm-hmm. down with the shoe that fits. Because, let me say it. Let me say it. Say it. I have not. I have not heard prophets prophesying that Biden was going to win the election. If they, Amen. Were, they're, if they did, they're very rare, very few, very, very, very few.
1: I haven't heard most any.
0: of the prophets. Most of the prophets that prophesied prophesied that Donald Trump will be reelected. I heard the same thing, and I got a list of them. You all want to talk, or you all scared? Come on, talk. All, Go ahead. Go you you ahead. You all, you all know I'm, I all know I'm a. Man of God. i am I ain't scared. I know you've been you, so Go ahead. Sir. Yes, sir. Pat Robertson said, I want to say without question, Trump is going to win the election. Come Kenneth on. Copeland was on the media in his conference, mm. and he said, mm-hmm. he said, the media said, what? The and media laugh. said, Joe Biden is president. And he and the people laughed and laughed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paula right. Mm. All White said a whole bunch of crazy stuff.
1: Yes, she did.
0: Prophesying over and over about Trump. There's another prophet, Sadhu Sundar. In his first prophecy, he said, this nation is at a crossroads, and you should not mm-hmm. vote for the wrong guy.
1: If the mm-hmm. wrong guy
0: comes to office, then this nation is doomed. Doom for good. Doom.
1: That's right. No more salvation. I saw it. Yep.
0: Now here's the funny thing. How in the world, you gonna prophesy that there ain't gonna be no more salvation. Mm. Right there, that's a wrong prophecy. Because you ain't got no no authority to say God ain't gonna save nobody else in America. Hmm. Hmm. So right you see, that prophet is wrong. Mm -hmm. So he went on to say, Mr. Trump should continue for another term for God's purpose to be done for this nation. That's another lie. That's another lie because God's purpose doesn't need need Trump to be fulfilled.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Come on.
0: God wants to give you another four years of grace. Four years to Hmm. restart something. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. He came with a second prophecy. And he said three powerful prince angels are stationed with President Trump. Ah, Just like the angels stood with King Darius to strengthen him. Oh, my God. And they will strengthen President Trump and he will triumph. Cut curl. Cut curl. Trump had attended a meeting, I believe it was in Las Vegas, a Christian meeting. Might might have been a prayer meeting. This was conducted by a lot of Republicans. Christian Mm -hmm. Republicans.
1: Mm -hmm, At the International Church of
0: God, yes. Mm -hmm. He said Trump will win. He will Mm -hmm. be president of the United States. He will sit in that office for four more years. Jeremiah Johnson, he prophesied and said either a lying spirit has filled the mouths of numerous trusted prophetic voices in America? Or Donald J. Trump really has won the presidency? And we are witnessing a diabolical and evil plan unfold to steal the election. Well, that prophecy is wrong. Mm -mm -mm. Because how could you say, First of all, he said it's either a lying spirit that was in the mount of numerous trusted prophetic voices. <laughs> that's the urgent. That's the danger. And that's from how is. critical this thing is. Watch what the yeah. man is saying. But if Donald Trump is not the president, there is a lying spirit in all of their mouths. And then he said, Oh Donald Trump really has won the presidency and we are witnessing a diabolical and evil plan to unfold and steal the election. Now that is bogus. Because praise the Lord. Come on. Because it has been proven over and over, and over, and over, and over, not by the news media, the news media that Trump calls fake news. and gone for the news media, because if it wasn't for them, we will be in obscurity as to what, what's going on. All oh, the man. news media doing is announcing what is, They are not forecasting anything. That's the truth. And they're bringing us the results as it is. I don't listen to the news media. I listen to the news media to to hear the people they introduce. So when you hear, when you listen to the news media, it's more than Don Lemon, Bruno, uh, Will Dixon, Jakes, and, um, mm-hmm. and um, Chris Cuomo, Anderson mm-hmm. Cooper. These, Gloria Borgia, David Axelrod, you know what they do? They bring on the experts to talk. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Democratic and Republican experts have said
1: That's right.
0: there is no fraud. There has not been any fraud. Mm-hmm. Governor um, Tom Ridge from Pennsylvania, a lifelong mm-hmm. Republican, mm-hmm. who said he mm-hmm. has never, ever voted Poly Democrat in his life. He said the voter fraud announcement is baseless, bogus, unsubstantiated claims. Yeah. Baseless, bogus, unsubstantiated claims. That's from a Republican governor. Mm -hmm. Mick Romney, a Republican senator, said, I have seen no evidence of widespread fraud. Adam Kinzinger, a Republican representative from Illinois, he said it's one thing for a president Mm -hmm. to say he thinks he won." But when a president starts alleging vote of fraud, and this is a Republican Mm -hmm. now, Mm -hmm. he said when a Republican, when a president starts alleging vote of fraud, without evidence of that, without evidence of that, there is a place for that. And it's called the court system. Mm-hmm. The problem with throwing that unsubstantiated charges, there it, is, it undermines faith in our democracy. That's right. When you lose or win, people aren't going to believe it. In other words, and President Obama said this recently, Speaking to Gail King, he said it on 60 Minutes. He might be on tonight. He said it break, it's an attack against our democracy. Not Democratic mm-hmm. Party, but the, the democracy of the land. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Now, here's, here's this Republican representative. Be with me a little while. I'm coming back to the scriptures. Better to talk about people that took social media about false claims of votes that got dumped and he said none this is is a Republican from the House of Representatives folks he said none of it is true and he said that's how things get spread Mm -hmm. so what is he saying he is saying from the president to all these preachers that talk about voter fraud, he said it's a lie. Now, if there is voter fraud, he said there is something we can do about it. What do you do? Take it to the court system. Mm -hmm. Trump took it to the court system you know? And
1: every one nine, of them is kicked out.
0: Nine cases already have been kicked out. So these dumb, stupid preachers that lyingly prophesied that Trump was going to be reelected, and it did not come to pass. I got a message mm-hmm. on that. Hmm. Now they are saying to cover up their lying trap rather than repent. And I call all of them to repent. Starting with Paula White. Shut your damn mouth and repent. Be a man and a woman. Enough to say, I misspoke. Mm. I've got to say something. We all can miss when we prophesy. Anybody can miss when we prophesy. The Bible says we prophesy in part. But when right, that which right. is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with. So if you are no. prophesied that Trump was going to be re-elected in part, that which is perfect has come. So when it comes, now you gotta be a man and a woman to get up and say, I apologize, I spoke out of turn. God didn't say mm-hmm. it by me. I said it in my flesh. Mm-hmm. I said it because of my affiliation, my affiliation with my party. Mm -hmm. But they're not doing that. And that's the danger. And my voice to them, as an apostle in the church, if they don't repent, the church must not believe anything they say against. Mm -hmm. You want to know how should we view these leaders? Don't believe anything they say. Because they're lying prophets. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you misspoke or if you prophesied wrong, if you prophesied a woman is going to have a baby, fine, you got it right. But if you said it's going to be a baby boy, And then a girl come out. You prophesied right in part. But mm-hmm. so when that which is perfect has come, that which is in part got to be done away. You got to get up and say, mm-hmm. I was right. She going to have a baby. I was wrong. I was wrong that it was going to be a boy. It's a girl. My
2: apologies.
0: Oh, can I say one more thing?
1: We got three minutes. One more thing, Bishop. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to take up all the time. I apologize. Oh, no, no, no. You The, the show was yours. The, I apologize. Need it in three I need it, too. And, Amen. and what we will do is do a part two to this. So please hear me. <laughs> it's like, no, go. Go for it. We'll do part two next okay. week. <laughs>
0: okay. I, me, this is important. Let me con Go ahead, go ahead. No, sir, I'm going. Go ahead, finish your part, because this is important. Mm-hmm. Now let me finish on this point that if the, if these leaders miss it because I'm trying to show you all that these leaders are the ones that bring in division in the church. Mm. Kenneth Copeland Mm. is the only one so far That apologized But he didn't say He was wrong His apology was That he loved Joe Biden And he didn't And Joe Biden is not his enemy But that's not the issue, Mm. Kenneth You laughed at the man Mm -hmm. You didn't believe the man Was going to be Mm. Elected the President of the United States I want to say mm-hmm. two things before we stop. I want to say two things before we stop. I can't finish the scripture. Mm-hmm. I hope you all come back to it. Mm-hmm. But here's what the Bible says. The Bible said the Lion Lord. Who will not fear? The Lord has spoken. Who can but prophesy? Mm-hmm. of fraud. I have friends up in Pennsylvania that prophesied Trump. Trump, 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 Trump. Trump. And he lost. So now they're prophesying of fraud. And some of them even mm. prophesying that Biden be killed. And a oh my Harris, God. And, and these preachers are prophesying and saying that Kamala Harris Calling off a whore And some nasty names mm. It is wrong And you are wrong people Leaders, preachers yes. Do I have one minute?
1: Um, Actually you have 13 seconds But Bishop we are going to do part two of this So if you are available right. Please can we continue This conversation next week And do part two This is vital Crane. It really is We sure can. I submit myself now. Amen. Yay! (laughs) Amen. Amen. This is so powerful. So powerful. So, people, you hear us. We will be back to further this conversation next week. This is so powerful. Bishop, I thank you so very, very much. and Thank Thank you, you, Bishop. Thank you. Solidifying that I'm not out of my mind because I just couldn't understand. I couldn't. So I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the word. I am. I am. You and again, well right, God I, God I, see, I can you.
2: see.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: Amen.
1: Thank you. Love you. Love you. We absolutely love you. Amen. <laughs> God, God bless. Bye bye. All right. Have a good love night, guys. Bye.
0: Love you. Keep it.